If you are pregnant or you've recently had a baby, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Kath Bequee, a physiotherapist working in women's health and mum of three. Inside my online program, Fitness Mama, I just love helping support women to care for their bodies during pregnancy, prepare their bodies for birth and support their after birth recovery, helping them feel confident and strong inside out during this important stage of their lives. In this podcast, join me each week as we dive into all things pregnancy care, childbirth and postnatal recovery, helping you through every step of the journey. It is absolutely possible to feel amazing and confident in our bodies during this motherhood journey, and I want that for you. Come and say hi to me on Instagram at fitnessmama, and let's dive into today's episode. So ladies, welcome back to another episode of the Fitness Mama podcast. Today, talking about recovery from body ache after giving birth. So this is a great topic because I think when we're pregnant, we often think about recovery happening naturally and happening almost spontaneously. Once you've had baby, we expect that recovery is going to take a while. What we don't expect is to get aches and pains after in the postpartum period. And the thing with aches and pains is that it can really limit or slow down that afterbirth recovery. And you can imagine if you've got neck pain or shoulder pain because you're suddenly having to sit and breastfeed all day long or hold your baby, that's going to make it then harder to do your normal exercise. Or if you're achy in your lower back because you're perhaps you've had a bit of an achy back before you were pregnant and now it's been exacerbated as a result of having your weak abs, pelvic floor, been doing different movements and all that sort of stuff. So that's what we're going to nut out. We're going to first of all talk about the main areas that women do get sore in this postpartum period. And then we're going to talk about why this is. We're going to talk a lot about three mistakes that women make when exercising after having a baby. And then we're going to talk about three main ways to help exercise and recover whilst you have body aches and pains. So before we do dive into this episode, I invite you to come and join Fitness Mama if you feel you need help and support in recovering, in prioritizing your body and investing in your afterbirth recovery from the comfort of your home whilst your baby's lying next to you, or perhaps you've got a toddler and your toddler's running around or playing next to you. Quality exercises designed by a physiotherapist, myself, they're simple exercises that you can do easily. And that's what makes a difference. If you have to drive somewhere, book into a class, do the class, drive home again, it takes a big chunk out of your life. And part of this postnatal rehab and recovery process is the consistency. It's building upon foundations and step by step. And even if it's five minutes here, 10 minutes there, it's the quality workouts and the quality exercises that really do make a difference. And that's why I developed Fitness Mama. I knew exactly what it was like having two children, three children, even one child. It was really hard to leave the house 
And sometimes it was really hard, you know, perhaps your baby had slept poorly and they were really grisly or perhaps it was right in the middle of the nap time when you finally had your appointment. There's so many reasons why home-based workouts, I think at this stage of our life, are perfect. If you want to come and join a seven-day free trial, so there's no commitment, trial it for seven days, see how you go, head to fitnessmama.com and the link is in the show notes. Right. How do we recover from body aches and pains after giving birth? So I mentioned the three main areas of body aches. We have got the neck and shoulder, upper back. So it's like that upper quadrant area. I've lumped them all together for the purposes of this episode. So often when we do have a sore neck, for example, you might also be a bit achy in your shoulders and your upper back area. Often they go together. And before I continue, do remember this information is general information only, and it doesn't substitute that individual assessment treatment diagnosis. So please, if you've got any questions or concerns, or if your pain's getting any worse, please don't ever hesitate to speak to your healthcare provider. Okay, so neck, shoulders, and upper back. That's one main area we're going to talk about. Lower back and pelvis. This is another group. These are common areas where there's pain. And then we've got the extremities, like the limbs. And for this, the third group, most common group that I find, is the thumb the thumb and the wrist pain. So as a new mum, like we're, we're breastfeeding more, we're holding our baby more, our hand is in a very different position, our whole upper body is in a very different position, and sometimes this can cause, unfortunately, thumb and wrist pain, which can be, oh, it can be really challenging. So why is this? Why are women more at risk of developing these body aches and pains after birth? There's a few main reasons. Number one on the list, I would say, put down to weakness. There's been changes happening after birth to our main foundations and perhaps abdominals or everyone's abdominals stretch. If you've had a baby in your belly, you've had nine months of stretching around the abdominals. Your pelvic floor has also been stretched, whether or not you've had a vaginal or a cesarean birth. There's been hormonal changes. So hormonal changes, they the way that they impact back pain and pelvic pain is they can create some extra mobility in the joints. And this is perfect. This is just what the body needs if you're going to give birth vaginally. But these hormonal changes can linger after birth, especially whilst you're still breastfeeding. There's still these hormonal changes. So it's a cocktail of hormones, but these can cause issues too. We've got postural changes. So our posture can change heaps after giving birth. So perhaps you're breastfeeding the whole time. We've got bigger boobs than we usually do. You're perhaps sitting more. You're perhaps not moving and exercising like what you used to. So our posture has changed. And the posture also changes as a result of weakness. So a lot of these causes, they all sort of If I was to draw a diagram, I'd have arrows going from one thing to the other. So the weakness causes a postural changes. Yeah, so it's not just a linear thing, but they're all intertwined. Okay, and then we've talked about the change demands of motherhood. So holding newborn, perhaps you've got a toddler, you're breastfeeding, all the nappy changes, 
there's so much more, like everything is in front of your body and you can imagine you're just hunched over. <laughs> We're hunched over so much. So these are the big things, big changes. And perhaps for you, this is causing the neck shoulder pain. Perhaps for you, this is manifesting as the lower back pain and pelvic pain, or you might be getting the wrist pain. But generally, it's either a couple of these changes that I talked about, the weakness, hormonal changes, postural, and the change demand. So that's the four main causes of pain after giving birth. Right. So let's before we, I, I want to dive into three main ways to help support the body when you're recovering from body aches. But let's first talk through three big mistakes I see women making. So if women have aches and pains, the first big mistake a lot of women do, and again, this isn't like a blame, name blame situation. I get it. Like life is busy. We know what we know, right? We don't know what we don't know. So the first issue is that a lot of women, the status quo, like nothing changes. Perhaps we're persevering if we've got aches and pains, we're hoping for the best, or we're assuming that, or we're hoping that things will get better as we get stronger, making the assumption that as more time passes, we will recover and therefore we will get stronger by itself without actually helping that situation. And to some degree, that might definitely happen. And this is sort of going into a different topic, but we also know that there's three, two issues, there's two main stages in our life where we're more prone to these sorts of issues. Like let's talk about pelvic health issues, incontinence, prolapse. We have a spike of these issues as a result of pregnancy and childbirth. Then it sort of plateaus off and women don't experience these changes quite so much And then we have another spike of these issues. So we're more likely to develop these issues around the time of menopause. So let's say you have aches and pains and they sort of recover by themselves, but you're not putting any effort into it. You're not rehabbing your body. I'm just worried. Like I want to set you up so that you don't have issues down the track. So this is where I really think prevention is better than cure. So one big mistake Women, they do nothing, they persevere, they hope for the best, and with time they just hope that pain will go away. And I get it, we're busy, we're tired, there's other priorities, motherhood is a crazy ride. But do just remember those stats. There's so many stats around weight gain after pregnancy, incontinence, prolapse, prevention of diabetes. There's so many reasons why we want to be proactive in this area and not reactive. The second issue or mistake I see women make when it comes to recovering from body aches and pains after giving after having a baby, they forget the foundations. So when I talk about foundations, I'm talking about pelvic floor muscles, core muscles, abdominal muscles, all those foundations that help to support our core. This includes our posture, These are the things that are really impacted with pregnancy and childbirth. These are often the weakest link. It's our pelvic floor and abdominal muscles, like 99% of the time, I can guarantee. So you might feel strong in your legs and your body. You might return to the gym, start your strength program, but you've forgotten to rehabilitate your weakest link, your pelvic floor and core. And again, these stats, one in two women 
who have had a baby have some level of prolapse. One in three women who've had a baby have some type of incontinence, according to the Australian Continence Foundation of Australia. So these stats are real. And again, there's a big spike. Women are more likely to get these issues with pregnancy and childbirth. That's just fact. And then the next stage of our life where we run into trouble is around menopause. So if you forget to focus on those rehabbing your foundations after pregnancy and birth is that if even if that's the first baby second baby third baby whatever it is if we forget to focus on that just be careful because menopause is just around the corner and I really do think as I said before prevention is better than cure so that's the second mistake women make the third way that women oh sorry the third mistake that women make when recovering from aches and pains after having a baby is They forget to tailor exercises to their needs of the moment. So what I mean by this is perhaps they might do their normal walk. They might do their normal routine. Perhaps it's going for a walk a few times a day, a few times a week, sorry. And that's great. Like there's nothing that's great. Walking's fantastic. It's free, beautiful exercise. Perhaps they then get back into running and again they're they're feeling good. But if we want to holistically help our body specifically recover from these aches and pains, not only help us feel better or get over these aches and pains sooner, but also prevent them coming in the future, this is where tailoring exercises to our motherhood needs is really important. So let's say we're breastfeeding all day. Perhaps walking isn't sufficient. Maybe we also need to include some postural work in that. Let's say if you've had a vaginal birth, Perhaps going for a walk or going to the gym and doing some strength work, perhaps that's not sufficient. You actually need to do some proper pelvic floor and core rehab. If you've had a cesarean birth, what are you doing to really help your abs restore and recover? If you're feeling achy in the neck, what can you do before you feed, breastfeeding or bottle feeding? What can you do after a feed? Yes, there's exercise we can do for exercise sake, but then there's exercise that we can do to help us feel better. And for me, that's what it's all about. And that's why Fitness Mama exists. It's not about getting back into the bikini body. It's about getting the best of motherhood so you don't have a raging headache when you're trying to settle your toddler or you don't have a horrible like neck pain that makes it really hard to continue breastfeeding your baby so that we can feel good and be the best mother we can be. And these three things, if if you can not do these three things that I've just talked about, these three mistakes, so status quo, don't do nothing, don't forget the foundations, and don't forget to tailor the exercises to your needs. Right, so let's dive into the three main ways we can help support our body to recover from aches and pains. And now these are going to be very similar. We're just going to sort of flip the mistakes. So, but there's a couple of tweaks here. And ladies, I'm I'm hoping this is making sense. I'm hoping you might be getting a bit of an aha moment. Perhaps you've heard all this stuff a million times. Like none of it's rocket science. The tricky part is putting it into action. Like sometimes we know all the things, but finding ways that we can easily slot it into our life, that's what's going to make the difference. And that's my number one way to help recover from aches and pains after 
birth. And that's make it easy. What can you do that's easy, that rehabilitates your body, that focuses on your pelvic floor and core and the foundations? What can you do that's easy, that tailors your workouts to the stage of motherhood? What would be easy for you? And for everyone might answer something different. But for me, I know what was easy was for me to do my workout imperfectly at home when my three kids were with me in the same room because I didn't want to dedicate that extra time. This is in the early stages. It's It's a different thing now. But in those early years, when I went out the house by myself, I didn't want to do exercise then. I wanted to go and have a coffee with a friend or, you know, go to shops or do something that I really enjoyed. And I love exercise, but I loved the hit. I loved how it made me feel better when I did 15 minutes at home of some good quality workouts I could trust that made me feel better and not just get me stronger, but made me feel better in the moment, less achy, less stiff, and stronger so that I could handle my toddlers. So make it easy. And and this is why I developed Fitness Mama. So again, I will just say, if you do want to trial it for seven days, totally free, no commitment required, head to my website, fitnessmama.com. And you can have the confidence in knowing all the workouts, there's Pilates and yoga. They're all created by physiotherapists. There's strength workouts, there's mums and bubs workouts, there's express, there's cardio, there's core, there's everything you might need. It's like Netflix. You can choose, pick and choose what suits you. And there's live workouts and on demand. Anyway, so that's the first main way to help. Have a think, really have a think for you. What would be easy for you to prioritize it? Because we know it's that consistency. It's that habit formation. Like it, once a week for an hour, to me, doesn't cut it. I'd much prefer for you to be doing 10, 15 minutes every single day or four, five times a week rather than a big hit once a week. Let's, and then it becomes more of a habit. It forms that habit and then we can build upon those building blocks. Right, the second main way to help is let's focus on the foundations first. Let's focus on those weakest links we've talked about. Make sure your program, whatever it is for you, maybe it is a walk and then you want to include two days where you do five, 10 minutes of pelvic floor and core exercises at home to complement your walking. Your And maybe it is swimming that you're enjoying, but let's also do a couple of pelvic floor and core exercises to complement that in your weekly program. And I know I'm biased. I'm a pelvic health physiotherapist. Like I've I live and breathe Pilates, but I also have seen the benefits, the success stories, so to speak. And I've also seen the research and know that this stuff makes a difference. And then the third way to help support your body from, to help recover from body aches and pains is tailor it to your need needs. Don't ignore it. Don't put it off. Don't think I will feel better soon. I just need to get a better night's sleep. Then my neck pain will go. Or I just need to get a new pillow. Then my neck pain will go. Save the money on buying new pillows and mattresses. Let's tailor some exercises to help support your body with where it's at. It doesn't need to be confusing. If you're feeling like you're Googling and YouTubing and trying to find all the resources, 
just head to fitnessmama.com. Come and join us for a seven-day free trial. We'd love to learn more about you and your situation too. If you're not sure if Fitness Mama is for you, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at fitnessmama. But no matter what you end up doing for your postnatal rehab, if it's easy for you, if it's fun for you, if it's easy to slot into your every day and it's working, that's amazing and well done for prioritising you and investing in your body because your body has given so much to producing a beautiful baby, growing a beautiful baby, and now you've got your beautiful baby. It's now time to reinvest back in your body so that hopefully if you want to, you can have future babies or you can go on to achieve your dreams, whether or not that's running around with your kid at the park, running the next marathon or sailing into menopause and beyond with no concerns. That's it, ladies. Thank you for joining me today. And I will see you next week for another episode of the Fitness Mama podcast. Thanks for listening to the Fitness Mama podcast brought to you by the Fitness Mama freebies found at www.fitnessmama.com forward slash free. So please take a few seconds to leave a review, subscribe so you don't miss an episode and be sure to take a screenshot of this podcast, upload it to your social media and tag me at Fitness Mama so I can give you a shout out too. Until next time, remember an active pregnancy, confident childbirth and strong postnatal recovery is something that you deserve. Remember our disclaimer, materials and contents in this podcast are intended as general information only and shouldn't substitute any medical advice, diagnosis or treatment. I'll see you soon.